What's up, guys? Welcome to CubeCast Hustle Up Episode 2. This is Vin. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? Bez Barami here. <laughs> I gotta get my punchline in. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's gonna be, uh, we're gonna have to trademark that one soon. Yeah, put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Who would buy that? Uh, comment or DM us, email us. Uh, let us know if you'd buy a hey, hey, hey shirt with uh, Bez's face on it. <laughs> Maybe not the face. Yeah, I... <laughs> I take that one back. Um, so today we wanted to talk a little bit about building lasting impact, uh, you know, what it takes to build a brand and playing the long game, really. Not uh, talking about golf, guys. Actually building long-term value. So it's something that we notice all the time, especially uh, in people's people in the age group of around their early 20s. So let's say 24, 25. Everyone's wants to be a vice president at their company by the time they're 25, 26, 27. They want to make a million bucks. I even know at one point I was just like, I want to have my Porsche 911 GT3 by the time <laughs> I'm 25. Um, but really, like looking back on, on all of this and, and seeing all the people around us, I, you have to ask the question, what's the rush? Yeah, exactly. I think people get caught up in that. It's always like, we got to be quick, quick, quick. And I'm not going to say it's like because of the times we're living in like everything's quick today like everything you want immediately and it's almost spoiled us in a sense where like the one thing you're not going to get quick is a successful business that's going to take a lot of work that i'm not sure most people really want to put that time in you know yeah and and here's the thing though success isn't defined by monetary output yeah, I, I, right? I, at least we wouldn't calculate it that not, way. Especially not for a business. Um, no. Just because a business is something that you want to last a long time. It's not something you're going to go in, make a quick buck, and, and make it out and like retire for the rest of your life. Exactly. exactly. I mean, listen, if that's your goal and that's your goal, how well that's going to work out or how well it's going to go according to plan might be a different story. Like If you just look at what we're doing here at Cube we've been at this for a while now and there there isn't a rush obviously we're always pushing to challenge ourselves you know hit hit goals and you know benchmarks but uh the goal is not to get rich quick we haven't we, we don't charge people anything yeah you know? we, we give away value for free yeah that's and, it. and a lot of people don't know this but we've been around for over two years yep uh and we've constantly been improvising our business model and where we are today is not at all what we had envisioned two and a half years ago. No, no, but the core still remains. A learn, discuss, invest, a three-dimensional model that we began with always stays intact. You pivot off that, but you make sure that you have a vision, you have a core principle that you abide by, and you stay stick with throughout and, all times. And what we've been focusing on is you guys, our followers, and we want to hear what you have to say about what you want from our product and we implement that and we just focus on you guys and the rest will come later. Exactly. We're, exactly. We're not in a rush to, you know, retire and become billionaires. Dude, uh, I'll say this, you know, you know me, Vin. I think retirement is the most overrated thing there is. I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. I'd be like six months in and be like, okay, what the hell do we do now? <laughs> it's like how many beaches do you want to go to and relax on? Honestly. Yeah. And and a lot of people can't even do that at retirement. That's, that's all. You don't want to be the guy on the bus. <laughs> yeah, uh, Let's right? throw it back to episode uh, Hustle Ep Up episode one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, pretty much to kick this one off here, and we're sticking to the long game, uh, I think we need to focus on on telling people about building a strong foundation. Yeah, and, and building a strong foundation. And before even that, I would say you have to figure out what you like and, and what you really want to do. 
Um, it becomes a lot easier when you focus on something that you want to do and that you can make into your like long-term dream or whatever it is. Exactly. It's what it's uh, all about the passion, really. Yeah. And if you need to take time and spend time, even four, five, six, seven, eight years, even if you wait till you're 30 until you figure out what you want to do and where you want to double down your strength on, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. You see, I always hear people be like, Oh, it's too late for me to get into that. It's just, it's too late. Like I have older cousins and I have, you know, some uncles and listen, says who, why, why is it too late? Uh, Is it more risky as you get older? Of course, because you got kids and you got a mortgage and you got this, you got the car payments, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, we're in our early mid twenties now. Obviously there's a lot less risk. Yeah. It makes it easier, but that doesn't mean it's too early or too late. There, there's no time frames. You have, you, you it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. And I, I think we're coming from a little bit of an advantage because we had that influence growing up. I know your dad. You know my dad. Of course. Of course. We've my, kind of been, you know, molded this way, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. My dad didn't even come to this country until he was 30, and he started from 20 bucks, and look where he is now. There you go. And he fell over multiple times along the way. Exactly. Even in his 40s, he fell over again, lost a good chunk of his net worth in his, in his 50s, and... He's still fine. Bounce He's back. able, yeah. It's it's all about the mindset, and it's all about um, making sure you have that strong foundation in place. Uh, and that foundation really is comprised of many different components. You know, it could be monetary foundation to begin. It could be a strong group of following. You know, for instance, uh, like a year and a half ago, when we had our first thousand followers, we asked them, "What do you guys want to see more of?" We want to hear from them. We want to get the feedback from the people who have been following you so closely. And then build off of that, you know? And even relating this back to investing, the principles are still the same. If you lose a ton of money off of one deal, what you learned along the way is absolutely invaluable. Yeah. You win or you learn, right? There's no losses in this game. Exactly. Yeah. We started in this earth with zero and we're going to leave this earth with zero. (laughs) Yeah, you ain't kidding. Right? So (laughs) I think think when we look at the landscape here and we just eye up things, so... E-commerce, huge. It seems like everybody and their mother is getting into this. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's almost it's almost been like overshadowed by, by altcoins. I agree. I think you're right there. I think when you look at what e-commerce was before Bitcoin jumped into the scene, it, that's all everyone was talking about. That, yeah. was their, that was like the first quote unquote get rich thing, like yeah. quick. Then Bitcoin stepped in and everyone just forgot about e-commerce, even though people are still doing e-com. It's like, oh, everybody now on Instagram's a crypto trader. Yeah. When so many- the hell did this happen? It's <laughs> it, it's just so in line with more of the millennial. And I don't see that coming from like guys in their 40s or women in their 40s. No. This is like such like, in my opinion, in my perspective, this is like an early 20s, even late teens, like oh, yeah. fad, man. Yeah, What's yeah. going on here? I don't, I mean- Here's the thing. I think we talked about it in previous CubeCast. I can't tell you the episode, whether it was one or two. People want to turn $1,000 into a million dollars. Yep. And I almost did it, but that was when I was uh, looking at Bitcoin back in 2012. Um, this is unrelated, but, uh, you know. I'll go get, I'll go get the tissues, bro. You're going to start crying. <laughs> but, you know, those those you're not going to get that all the time. And it's a luck of the draw. You never know where the next, like, fad is going to be. Where the no. next? And we don't, we don't play the fads though. We've never been like that. It's like when we talk to some of our friends that have successful e-commerce companies, 
uh, they do what's called drop shipping, which I'm sure many people know. They never see the product. They never really touch the product. They purchase it and it goes right from the manufacturer in whatever country it's in, usually China, straight to the doorstep. And that's it. They just act as the middleman. That's great. Whatever pays the bills, right? But what I think many forget in business, especially the, the young entrepreneurs today, the core principles of building a brand that will last. You don't want to see people throw up a shop in two months, take it down. Listen, it, it, it'll work for now, but what what's what's the long-term you know goal here? What's the long-term vision? And do you even have one in place? This is something I just would recommend to people who are getting into that because e-com is a beautiful place to be in right now, and I think it will continue to be a beautiful place to be in. It's, it's a great place to start a lasting brand. Yeah. It, people have come in and we've seen it. They come in, they'll make money and they'll leave. But if yep. you're talking about a store, if you want to build the next Puma, you want to build the next Adidas, there's still a window of opportunity to do it. Agreed. I, I, of course. And it just, it's what you make of it. You, you have to keep that brand going. You cannot start a company and take it down, start up, take it down and then start new ones and expect to have a core set of following, you know, it, it's not going to happen that way. So I think with regard to this, build that strong foundation, work on that word of mouth, because it's funny, a lot of these e-commerce companies are so reliant on Facebook marketing, right? And Instagram marketing to get their sales. They never even give their companies a chance to, to spread the word, like the, their actual customers to spread the word, to get the word of mouth sales. They yeah. ne- you think Facebook marketing sales is hot? You should see what word of mouth does. It's a hell of a lot more effective oh, yeah. and a ton cheaper. Yep, yep. And, you know, I've been following a couple of different brands. Um, you know, there's a, a bunch of entrepreneurs all over the internet that are documenting their journey yep. on how they're building their brands and what they're doing. And the ones that I feel like are going to be around in 10, 15, 20, 25 years, the one that you're going to walk down the street and see that brand are the ones that aren't focused on the profits today. Yep. And they're investing for tomorrow and they're investing in affiliate marketing programs, right? But like actual ones where they're delivering a quality product and building a good product, touching and feeling the product. Yeah, before it even gets shipped. Before it even gets 100%. shipped. And this is not even to like like rag on drop shippers. It's not. It really, no, no, it's Everyone's not. got their set. But if you're looking, I think most drop shippers, drop shippers would agree with me. They're not really trying to start something that's going to be long-lasting they're kind of just trying to make a quick buck maybe put it into real estate do what they got to do you know so this is where we're coming from build a strong foundation build your your core group of followers listen to them get the feedback from them Mm -hmm. and play the long game you know don't don't be so focused on seeing results immediately yeah and and same thing goes for your for your career right as as i said in the beginning it's like people want to be a vp by their by the time they're 25 um, you know, they don't like doing the grunt work, but that's where you learn, right? Cause how can you be a successful VP without, without eating shit for a while, man? Exactly. Honestly, just to speak straight up. Yeah, exactly. And, and the same thing goes is you can move really quickly, but if you don't have the experience along the way, if you don't build that solid foundation, you're just moving up a ladder with that's sitting Here's on another a, on foundation. A so we talked about, right? Your, your customers being a foundation, money being a foundation, when it comes to your career, your network is your foundation. Yeah. If you're not spending time building your network and you're not and you're not spending time actually getting to know people, ne- let me tell you something, okay? And fuck it, I'm going to say it. Your network is not people you randomly request on LinkedIn. 
That is not your network. I agree. I get so sick of this. Oh, you only have 300 people on LinkedIn. Okay. I don't. Okay. I I broke 500 plus. Great. You have two. Wonderful. Those are mostly people that I actually can tell you about. (laughs) Like I've actually had a conversation with. Mine is full of recruiters. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. And look, the recruiters, they're trying to do their job. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. But so many people just randomly requesting, uh, Others, that's not your network, man. Right. Network uh, to build a network takes time, takes effort. You have to get up after work uh, or get up early in the morning on a Saturday and go to these conferences and go to these events if you really want a network. And you need to have meaningful discussion and prove that you can build value, whether it be provide value for the other person with yeah. nothing in, ex- in expectation of return. Mm-hmm. That's how you build a strong network. Exactly. You just do, you do, and you do. I think that's the. Yeah. That's the message, really. It is. How, how can you claim you have a network when the only time you talk to somebody is when you want something? That's not a network. You're a, pretty much a beggar. And maybe they couldn't see in the past, but it sure as hell is relevant now. You can yeah. see the writing on the wall. You get a DM from somebody you haven't spoken to in, in five years, and they're asking about how you're doing. And then next question is, so you think you can get me a job there or an interview? Yeah. Dude, what the that's hell? Not, that's not a network. No, man, a, no. And it on. almost gives you like a, you know... Don't put me in that position. And and here's the other thing, is you have to respect yourself and your own personal brand. Everyone that you recommend that goes through you it's is now... a reflection now, of you. Absolutely. I, I don't... Yeah, I would agree with that. I, mean, I don't want to get too off topic here, but speaking to the network... Okay, yeah, sure, I, I can put your name through to whatever company you're working for. If you mess up on the job, man... That's on the person who put the recommendation through. This, this is something that just goes in line with even just building a company. Build your own personal brand. Build your own your own reputation. But it's going to require work. Add, adding 200,000 fake followers to your Instagram is no different than adding 500 fake n- uh, networks on LinkedIn. It's the, the same, same thing. thing. At the principle, the it's the same thing. You know, you're right. actually not... You don't have anyone, a mentor you can talk to or someone you can have an engaging discussion with. And another thing, when, like you like said, when you meet with these people, provide value, yeah. Also listen. How yeah. many times have you had a conversation with somebody and all they goddamn do is just talk? Yeah. And you don't even get a minute to talk about what you're doing. Yeah. They're so busy trying to sell themselves to you. Like, yeah. Listen to what I got to say. Maybe you might learn a thing or two. Yeah, absolutely. And be open to anyone out of all age groups. Like the smartest people I know, they'll listen to the guy who's 15 years old and they're 45. Like the funniest example I have is uh, I was watching a – I'm a huge fan of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, I know you are too. Yeah, I like him, man. He's um, good. So We're going to – wait real quick. I'm coming out and saying it. Sometime in the future, we will either be on his podcast or he will be on this one. I'm guaranteeing it right now. I'm not going to say it's tomorrow. I'm not going to say it's next year. But you will see us say we are with Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm telling you right now, Bez Barami, Vinny, we are marking it right here, right now. Let's do it. Yep. I And I believe that too. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, but the funniest story I have about being totally humble and agnostic of age and all of that, one time uh, he was, Gary was telling the story in a Daily V is that there was, uh, there was someone who was like a 14-year-old girl on Snapchat. And it was the first time he'd seen the app. So he runs over there. He's like, what's this app? Like, what are you doing? And all that sort of stuff. And then the girl's dad comes up. He's like, what are you doing talking to my 14-year-old daughter? <laughs> I don't even know about this story. That's crazy. Yeah, I watched it really recently. I can't point to exactly which one it was. Was he an early investor in Snapchat? I believe so. I think so. he was. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah, usually pre, is always in on those. Tra- 
Gary's got a really good sense of where trends are and where they're going and getting yeah. in early. Yeah. Uh, he just, he's just known, he's infamous for that, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he shows it off all the time with his, like, uh, they stole Instagram. Or, like, I'm projecting that uh, Facebook buys Instagram and yeah, the fact that they bought it for cheap, right? He's good at that. He's good at that. And uh, listen, another thing I want to say on, on, on these podcasts that we have is nothing we're really telling you is, like, rocket science. No. This is just patting down the basics that I think many people overlook when yeah. they're getting into something. They're so, like you said, what's the rush? And by you applying that rush to yourself, I'm all for like working fast, working hard, working smart. But when you apply this rush factor, you overlook and pass by a lot of things that will actually save you time in the long haul. Yeah. You know, if you actually focus on building that network or you actually focus on building that following group, you'll actually get to that goal quicker. Yeah, you really actually will, and people forget that. You yeah. know, it's like you have to you have to focus on you have to work quickly in the micro, and the macro almost works out. I mean, granted, you still have to have a broader vision, and that's going to change over time. But I think the core principle still applies, where it's just you have to focus on, on on the small things. Yeah, on building that foundation, on building that network, on listening to your followers. And providing actual value at the end that's, of the day. That's the thing. And that's what's going to take you from lasting two years to lasting 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. Building a, not just lasting impact, but a lasting legacy. Yeah, and value comes in so many different ways. I mean, you could be a meme page online today. You're providing <laughs> entertainment. You're providing laughter. Yeah. It's value. It is value. You it know, it's value. not the way you'd naturally see it. As long as you stay on top of uh, the meme trends and That's uh, That's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and when you look at, um, okay, Cube, 10.6 thousand followers. People be like, what the hell is that? That's that's garbage. Okay, well, we've spent a long time building that naturally, organically, not doing bots uh, or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. That 10.5 thousand, 10.6 thousand followers means so much more to us than somebody just added them to start their page so they look legit. Yeah. And and they're so niche to us in terms of people that actually want to follow us that you see our engagement now. And yeah, I think when it comes to trusting the process, you just have to be a little careful. I actually watched a video not too long ago where this guy said, oh, trusting the process is something we should all just throw out of our minds because essentially we should always be changing the game plan and always innovating with the times. And I agree with that point 100%, but I would argue that that's actually part of the process. Yeah, and I agree with you as well on that point. But throughout this process, you have to be true to your core brand because the landscape's always changing, but your core principles shouldn't. And I'm, I'm not talking about your business model per se. I'm talking about uh, like what you're about. So if your goal is to, <clears throat> like for us, bring financial news, knowledge, opinions, and advice to everyone, that shouldn't change. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh, and that's how you make lasting impact and lasting change. Yeah, ex- exactly, Vin. So I think that pretty much uh, wraps it up. You just can't rush greatness, point blank. That's really what it comes down to. So just keep putting the work in, guys. Work hard, work smart, work fast, continue to kill it. We'll see you guys soon on the next episode of Hustle Up. Talk to y'all later.